AgBioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance. This is a special edition of Ag Bioscience. Welcome and thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, CEO of Agrinovus Indiana, and this is the podcast where we explore all things Ag Bioscience, the people, the products, and innovations across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. Ag Bioscience is at Rally, the cross-sector innovation conference here in Indianapolis, welcoming more than 3,000 attendees from around the globe. One of those is Delaney Howell, CEO of Ag Culture Marketing. Delaney, welcome to Ag Bioscience and welcome to Indiana. Thanks for having me, Mitch. Yeah, I am elated to spend time unpacking your story. There's so much to get into. Before we get into the work that you're doing at Ag Culture Marketing, Delaney, we got to learn more about you. <laughs> you have an incredible story. Your start as an ag journalist, now to leading this diverse ag marketing form, firm, share more. I have a little bit of an unorthodox path. <laughs> so I grew up on a corn and soy operation in Southeast Iowa. We also raised livestock, uh, cattle and hogs. And so I always knew I wanted to go into a career in agriculture, but I didn't know exactly where that yeah. path would take me. Um, so I originally started my undergraduate degree thinking I wanted to be an ag education teacher. Okay. And I got into the classroom and realized that is not really where I want to be. And I happened to be working at my college station's local radio station and really enjoyed broadcasting. And they're, they're like, hey, why don't you get a broadcasting minor? You're pretty good at it. You know, you like doing it. So I ended up doing that and really through my university's mass media and communications department recognized that I had a passion for telling people stories and yeah. talking to them about their stories. So um, following my graduation at Northwest Missouri State, I was doing a bunch of freelance work. I decided I didn't want to start a full-time job yet. And so I was doing just a bunch of piecemeal work, freelancing for different companies. I worked at uh, PBS at the time doing Super some cool. TV programming was getting my master's degree online. And then my career, I would say, as a as a broadcaster and journalist really skyrocketed when I started hosting a program on Iowa Public Television called Market to Market and really helped amplify my brand and my presence as kind of the person to go to when yeah. you want to talk ag commodities, ag tech, et cetera. Um, but from there, I don't know, it's just been a roller coaster ride starting my own thing, so. It's so good, and now you're back broadcasting yes, with Ag Bioscience, so I love it. I love it. I love it, so you gotta share more. Ag Culture Marketing, really interesting organization. You founded it seven years ago. What was the drive? When when you said, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna leave broadcasting, <laughs> I'm gonna start this marketing firm, what was it? Well, so I actually started it very shortly out of college, just because I recognized, hey, there are people that have a demand for marketing and assistance. Maybe they don't have people on their staff to help with it, or maybe they just need somebody to fill in in the interim. And so again, I didn't have that normal nine to five job after college. So I started my LLC then, my business then actually, just That's as a awesome. way to drive some additional business. Um, but I really didn't use it as a vehicle to be my full come in full-time income until about two and a half, three years ago. So that's really when the team started to grow. Now we have eight employees full-time, myself, um, a couple interns, and it's just really grown in the last couple of years. So exciting. And I love digging into the story online where you pride yourself. I mean, ag culture yes. marketing prides itself on having people with deep experience, deep connection to agriculture, a really tough thing to do in today's environment. We just love the agricultural industry. And given my background and a lot of our team members' backgrounds, that's where a lot of us grew up. It's where we find our passion. And even those team members that didn't grow up in 
a, on a farm, have an affinity for right. rural America and the businesses that we work with. Yeah, you know, Delaney, one of the things we always talk about here on Ag Bioscience is this is the only economy in the world that touches every person on this planet because it centers on food. And, and that connection, I think we can bring so many more innovators, so many more entrepreneurs into this space with an event like Rally, Absolutely. where they can see that their work, their innovation actually drives the food system. It's so fun for those team members that didn't grow up on a farm too, to have this light bulb moment yes. when they see something and understand it. So not to be cliche, but I oftentimes feel like we're kind of doing our part at ACM to help teach our team about agriculture. For those that didn't grow up on that background, there's there's these warm and fuzzy moments sometimes for me where I'm seeing very clearly how much I'm impacting my team, their families, maybe their social network of people just by talking to them about what we do. And they ask lots of great questions and they're just coming at it from such a holistic interested, genuine approach. It's awesome. Well, we are going to learn more about some of those findings and some of the things you've worked on with clients in ag bioscience all around the globe. We'll do it right after this. Ag bioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance. Whether your farm is your business, your hobby, or your passion, you and your farm are one of a kind. Each is unique and requires just the right insurance coverage options. Indiana Farmers Insurance has been protecting farmers for more than 145 years, and together with your local independent insurance agent, today we deliver insurance solutions for your farm, business, home, and vehicles. Insurance can be complicated, so it's important to have a trusted expert who will guide you through your insurance experience. We partner with only the best agents, and like us, most of our agencies have been serving customers for generations. Beyond the basics, we have many other coverages available to match your needs. Our agency partners are experts and can tailor just the right coverages for your farm, business, home, or auto. Come visit us at indianafarmers.com and discover why Indiana Farmers Insurance is the right choice for you. We're proud supporters of Ag Bioscience, and we're here to help you protect what matters most. Welcome back to Ag Bioscience. We're talking with Delaney Howell, CEO of Ag Cultural Marketing. Delaney, it is fascinating as we look at the at folks who may have not grown up in this space and we look at this broader economy, farm and ranch families comprise less than 2% of the U.S. population, according to Farm Bureau. If we broaden that out and start looking at census data, roughly one in 10 Americans connected to ag, it is a super tough audience to reach. There's a lot of innovators, a lot of entrepreneurs who are listening. How have you seen in your career, both as a broadcaster, now as CEO of Ag Culture Marketing, how have you seen great companies really connect with these with this audience and, and ultimately make a difference? I love this question. And I would actually challenge that although only 2% of our population are farmers and ranchers, one in more than one in 10 people have some sort of connection right. to agriculture. I mean, everybody has a connection because they eat, eat every day. Yes. But I think especially in our rural communities, what we find is even if they're not farming or their family is not part of that food system, they're very connected. They know what's going on in the agricultural community. And so we find that connecting with farmers and ranchers maybe doesn't have to be as hard as we think it is. It is a very niche audience, but it's a very well connected and knit well tight audience and so we really like to take the approach of people over product yes so let's connect the people behind the company or the story behind the company and what they're doing and let's really share that message with people because ultimately people want to do business with other people and so we really like to take kind of that 
messaging approach, that storytelling approach, and probably partially given my background as a journalist, right. that storytelling approach to the customers that we work with. And we find that those that are really passionate about telling that story of their business, why they started it, why they do what they do every day, have a really successful time resonating with those potential farmers and ranchers who might be their customers. I think creating those stories and making this food and ag bioscience economy approachable. I mean, to your point, we all eat ideally three times a day, <laughs> but there's there's so much more. And to be able to unlock those stories, not just the facts, but the emotions that come along with it, that's power. It is. It's so fun too. the emotional aspect of it, because I think, you know, from the outside looking in as an industry, agriculture and farmers and ranchers specifically are told, share your story. The emotion is what connects people with this industry. But I think that also is the same for businesses trying to connect totally. with their potential audience. Yeah, completely agree. And as we look at this next chapter of ag bioscience innovation, you just led a panel on artificial intelligence and machine learning in ag. Those disciplines and, and the, the technical the technical nature of what's happening here at Ag Bioscience increasingly becoming a part of what's on the farm, what's in the field, really all focused around profitability, sustainability, efficiency. How are you seeing? I mean, you've been in this industry now for a while. You've told the stories of, of great entrepreneurs, of great farmers. How are you seeing the industry evolve and where do you see these new technologies fitting in? Well, I think the biggest question we still have yet to answer is how do we get farmers to adopt these practices and technologies? And I think that's probably the biggest barrier to entry for a lot of these autonomous and machine learning companies, especially because a lot of farmers are kind of nervous about some of the technology. One of the clients that we work with that was here at Rally Innovation, Mock, they work with OEMs to provide some of the leading hardware and software solutions out there to help with everything from full-scale autonomy where a machine is driving itself, but all the way down to automating a piece of the process, like a hitch automatically connecting to another piece of equipment. So I think that farmers are already using a lot of this technology. They maybe just don't know they're already using it because when we think about autonomy or machine learning, we probably are jumping straight to full autonomy where it's doing it by itself. But I think the question becomes, how do we show it's safe? How do we show that it's reliable? Um, and how do we work with farmers to understand their needs and challenges so that it's something they want to adopt? I love that. I mean, when you look at the greatest innovation, it begins with a simple question. What problem are you trying to solve? And as we look at artificial intelligence, machine learning, autonomy, edge computing, right? We could put a whole bunch of things in this bucket. If it's not clearly centered on solving a problem and ultimately driving profitability, net farm income, it's a really tough road to hoe. And I think that's an interesting point because at Rally and a couple of the other conferences that are going on synonymously here, there's a lot of pitch competition centered around what's the next latest and greatest thing. And I think sometimes there's a disconnect between those companies that are pitching and what actually we need to see in rural right. America to create thriving, vibrant communities. So I think we, again, really have to listen to the audience that's telling us what they want and work with them hand in hand to make sure we're doing it and implementing it in a way that feels comfortable for them to adopt it. Well, let's pull on that thread a little bit. So as we look at the other big conference that is happening right now that'll go unnamed and rally, uh, you've worked with countless companies in ag tech and food tech, ag bioscience. What advice can you share with them to, to really help them cut through the clutter, to connect and ultimately 
to help solve a problem for farmers and ranchers? Well, I might sound like a broken record, but I really do think messaging is the most important key. You have to be able to share the message of your company, the why behind what you're doing, and do it in a way that everyone can understand. We work with a lot of companies that are very technical. There's a lot of engineers or developers, and they, you have to talk to me like I'm, you know, in elementary school when it comes to some of those things. But I think you have to be, think about who your audience is and make sure that that messaging resonates with your stakeholders. So really focusing on that messaging, identifying who those stakeholders are that you're potentially trying to connect with and understanding what are the different types of messaging that resonate with those stakeholders is really a basic thing to do, but I think it's one of the most important things to do to cut through that clutter, like you mentioned. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's uh, always easy said, really, really hard hard. to do. Really hard to do. Okay, Delaney, one more question for you. We'll wrap up. What's next for ag culture marketing? What's ahead? Well, you know, we've been getting a lot of clients lately that are talking now about AI for marketing. So we've gotten a lot of questions from clients about how do we use AI in our marketing platforms and our sales tools? So that's where we're focused. Our attention is working with clients to identify what are some tools in the marketplace? What are ones that work for marketing and what are ones that don't? So that's kind of our next focus here for the next couple of months, I'd say. Well, Super, you are at the home of B2B software as a service marketing here in Indianapolis. So if you need some connections, Delaney, let's talk about it after this. Delaney Hallis, CEO of Ag Culture Marketing. Delaney, thanks so much for spending time with us here at Rally. Thanks so much for having me, Mitch. It was a pleasure. And thank you for tuning in to Ag Bioscience. You can get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library and give us a review. You can always learn more online at agronovisindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovis team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon. This podcast is a product of Agronovis Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovisindiana.com.